Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Welcome everybody to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. And on this episode, I am joined by podcast contributor Carolina, and we are reviewing Blindsided by Amy Dawes. Welcome back to the podcast, Carolina. Thank you. Look at that arm porn. Lovely book. I do like some good arm porn. Would you like to read the synopsis from Goodreads? (laughs) Yes. What happens when an almost 30-year-old virgin agrees to let her Scottish footballer best friend give her some lessons in seduction? Lots of banter, awkwardness, jealousy, and hate. Midfielder McClay Mac Logan is a loud math tattooed ginger content with focusing on football. But when an adorable freckled seamstress comes barreling into his life, he finds Netflix and bickering with her is his new favorite pastime. Freya Cook is used to being the invisible woman with a needle and thread, offering cheeky punchlines as she helps dress London's finest. She's plus-sized in body and spirit. And other than her friendship with Mac, talking to the opposite sex is one skill she has never mastered. However, after one innocent game of Never Have I Ever, Mac offers to play love coach for Freya. What neither of them see coming are feelings that develop when the clothes come off. Now, they're both about to learn the biggest lesson of all. Don't fall in love with your best friend. Okay, so the release date on this is November 21st, 2019. So it's actually a couple years old. Um, The tropes are friends to lovers, friends with benefits, virgin heroine, real bodied heroine, sports, and rom-com. And the put out percentage, for those of you who like to know that, is 40%. So it's it's kind of slow, like slow to us, but not slow. (laughs) (laughs) It goes with the story. It does. It actually fits really well with the story and it makes sense like that it happens when it does in the way that it does. So let's talk Freya. So Freya is extremely naive and I was actually a little surprised at how sheltered she is because she lives in the city. She works with women. Um, granted, she has only been in London for a couple of years. She used to live in Manchester. So I, and I, I don't know a lot about London or England, so I can't say like Manchester is a big city, but like you hear about it. So I'm assuming it is a city where there's a decent <laughs> amount of people. Um, but I was really kind of surprised at like how naive and sheltered she seems. Yeah, she is very naive. I think some of that comes from the experiences she had that were a little tragic mm-hmm. when it comes to guys yes. that I think just kind of swung her in the other direction mm-hmm. and put her in this frame of like, okay, I'm just going to be the best friend. Like I'm going to be that plus size buddy to all the girls. And she's just kind of resigned herself to be that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she talks about like some of her dating past and the things that have happened and you just like want to hug her and then smack, (laughs) smack them because like it just, I just can't believe some of it, which I guess when you think about it that way, like it makes sense because like if you have one bad experience, like it's just one bad experience, but she had multiple. So it kind of like she kind of shut herself off from all of that. And the the time that she and her 
boyfriend at the time tried to mm-hmm. you know, go all the way. It was very awkward. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that would be a little traumatizing. Just a little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. A little bit. I feel like she really showed a lot of growth in substance like throughout the book because at the beginning she's this naive like cat owning which I loved her cat Hercules I thought like he was just adorable but like she has her cat she like has her like group of friends that she loves Um, but by the end of the book like she's really come into like her personality not that it was ever an issue before that but like like she really owns like her status as a seamstress and her status as like a capable woman. She, I think, had the biggest growth throughout <laughs> the book and really came into her own. And um, her friends, her friend Allie really helped her see mm-hmm. that. Um, and even Mac helped her see that throughout the book. Um, but at the, I think at the end, I was really proud of her, her character for standing up to Mac mm-hmm. and standing up for herself and what she wants in her life. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's a couple moments at the end, you're just rooting for her. Like, that's right. Like you go, you tell yeah. him you, you set what you want in your life and you don't settle mm-hmm. um, and you make Mac step up to that level. Well, and I like the fact that like, he thought that like if he did a certain thing which he does it like she would just fold and be like just come back and she doesn't like she sticks to her guns like yes she says something that was was a little harsh in that moment but but when you find out later why she did it like it makes sense because i mean he he breaks her in a way that like you didn't know if she was going to come back from that I mean, it's a romance book, so naturally she's going to, but <laughs> you like, you didn't know how long it was going to take. Cause right. like the first time I read it, it was like, how long are they going to be apart? Like, is this going to be a month's thing? Because like, he, he breaks her in a way, like, I didn't, I didn't know like what kind of gesture he was going to have to do to make it, make it better. You knew it was going to have to be a big gesture and, mm-hmm. and pull out all the stops because like the first time I read it, I've read it multiple times and, mm-hmm. um, the first time I read it, I was, I was heartbroken for her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cause he's, he's an ass. He's just an ass. And so let's talk Mac a little bit and then we can go back to her. So Mac is this guy who is on the football soccer team with all of the Harris brothers. And he is best friends and roommates with Roan, who is um, one of their teammates also. And he's, he's kind of an ass, like, honestly, like he's a gruff guy. Like he, he doesn't really have a filter. He says what he wants. He does what he wants. Um, but I wasn't sure the first time I read it, like where she was going with him. Like, is he always going to be like this gruff, like unfeeling like person or how is she going to bring him around to somebody that I actually really like, like overall, (laughs) There was a lot of elements where some of that feels like he's very jaded, I mm-hmm. think, from his football career, as well as his um, just kind of perspective on life. Like once mm-hmm. you learn kind of where 
kind of the history, some of the history with his grandfather mm-hmm. and his perspective of women and his sole focus on football. Um, but there were also moments that you really start to see some redeeming qualities about his character that make mm-hmm. you just kind of swoon a little bit and how thoughtful he could be. Mm-hmm. Um, because like some of when they do her pretend first date, he's like, he brings her gifts. And then mm-hmm. when they have um, another date before, you know, her first time, um, <laughs> he takes her to go deliver um kittens that have been adopted that like that part was so stinking adorable and you just you saw the very thoughtful side of mac that you're like okay he's he's a guy but he's paying attention because Mm -hmm. she means something to him well and one thing i liked about that section of the book like she does not shy away from showing his emotions because he even makes a comment like when after like they're they have dropped off the last kitten like he is crying because it's just so emotional and that's something that i enjoyed like there's this big gruff like grumpy guy who like cries like throughout the book multiple times just because he's an emotionally like in touch person but he doesn't like he hides that at the same time, which I think is where some of the gruffness and assholeness comes from. Cause like he has these emotions, but he's so afraid to like let them out and show everybody. Well, and especially towards the end with everything that happens with his grandfather, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to leave that vague, yes. um, but <laughs> you also get to see a much deeper side of him. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think part of his hangups is like his grandfather has always talked about like football and how good he is and how he wants to like see him succeed at that but Mac kind of only took the surface of the things his grandfather said like he didn't he didn't really look any deeper into it and those there were some really thoughtful moments that happened like towards the end of the book when everything was kind of coming to a head like with his grandfather and they had a lot of deep meaningful conversations and I thought that part was really important because it it gave him a better understanding of like who his grandfather truly was not just this like larger than life persona that he almost has um so it gave him a completely different perspective on the way his grandfather's thought process was. Yeah, his grandfather really gave him a, like a very soul deep, like a smack upside the head, Mm -hmm. you know, that just, I think, shook him, which he needed at that point in the book, like Mm -hmm. really hard. Yeah. Well, and I feel like Mac also, like he's a little self-centered and it's all about him Mm -hmm. because there's a moment when he has moved from his team in London to back to Scotland and he has asked for a trade, but he doesn't like the, he, like the people who are part of this trade, like his coach, his agent, the lawyer, like important people, I use that term loosely, like they all know about it, but like Roan has went on his honeymoon, is gone for two weeks, comes back and Mac has, did not say a word like he has moved out of London is like training with a totally different club and did not tell his best friend 
that he left and like moved out of their like flat. Well, I think that whole part of the book is him because he didn't tell Freya until Mm -mm. it happened. Like it was like that all part of it was very selfish. Mm -hmm. um, And that's part of his character's journey. He, He needed to do that to almost lose everything mm-hmm Bef- like and to then kind of have the re- realization of like how much really he's important. lost what's mm-hmm. really important yeah I just yeah I just wanted to smack him multiple times without yeah. that so Freya has some little quirks that I want to talk about so like um one so that she- I thought you would appreciate 100 percent oh yeah which one was that that she drinks everything out of a mug (laughs) i do like that (laughs) we're like kindred spirits we like to mug drink because if it doesn't have a handle you could drop it the handle makes it easier yes Um, i i do i do like that but i was actually talking about her ears burning once she gets nervous and she always asks him like rub her ears she's like rub my ears (laughs) She was definitely quirky and I loved that about her because she had a very distinct like persona and personality. Mm-hmm. She does, but she's Dawes, like when she has like write has written this book, like she keeps Freya like true to that quirky, mm-hmm. distinctive personality. Like she is kind of brash, which you would not think like a naive person that she was at the beginning of the book would be that way, but she is. She's kind of brash. She's kind of outspoken. Like she doesn't really have a filter around certain people, but um, yeah, but she stays true to herself. Like, yeah. yes, she has growth and yes, like she changes for the better and she makes changes like to, to um, that she is comfortable with, but she, she like the core of her stays the same. I would 100% agree. And she has a cat named Hercules she does that he's such a grumpy cat he is and he hides because there's one point like Mac talks about like he's orange and he's like I forgot he was orange because he's never out (laughs) she's like he he just doesn't like people and she dresses him up and he just like lays there he hates it (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's funny because I have cats and we used to do that to our one cat and we would put stuff on him and he would just fall over and just stay there and get like this mean face. But it was so funny. So we would just take pictures and videos of it because you just need to do that. Like you have to document the fact that your cat has fallen over because it has a scarf on it. I'm like, I want that Instagram account because I want to follow Hercules. Yes. She's Amy Dawes, if you're listening, I know. please we make a Hercules the and, cat and Instagram. I need Hercules the cat in the kilt. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, the kilt please. scene when she I stabs need... his. Yes. <sighs> yeah, that was. I laughed. I forgot about that, and I laughed really, really hard when I like <laughs> was rereading it. So they go into this love coaching situation, which, and then he's going to free her from her virginity. He doesn't word it that way, but like, but like, you know, going into it, like the two of them have feelings for each other, 
like going into it, but they're both so like blinded and like oblivious to what's happening around them that they're like, you just know it's not going to go well. Everybody sees Mm -hmm. sees it. And because they, they, um, a few of them even comment, you guys bicker like an old married couple and they Mm -hmm. do, they have that banter back and forth. That is solid through the whole book. Mm -hmm. Even when they hate each other, they're still bickering. Like Mm -hmm. we're in a fight. We're in a major fight. Well, that's the funny and thing. We like, they kept asking, like, fight. are we in a fight right now? Like, that was the thing. Like, are we in a fight? But they do. Like, they have really good banter, and it's just funny. But um, so you get little snippets into Max's sister's book with Santino, the lawyer. So I haven't read that one yet, but. Yeah, that one's a good one. It's a heavy read. Um, okay. It, there is some lightness to it. Um, this blindsided is much more rom-com mm-hmm. um, category. Um, the, oh, and I'm blanking on the name of this. Replay. Book. Replay, thank you. Um, it's a much deeper journey mm-hmm. because both Tilly and Centino have, they have history together. She's gone through a lot of stuff and you learn a, a lot about um Santino's background. Mm. Interesting. Very so, carefully worded choice of words there. I was gonna say, you gotta no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, but so with this too, like you have lots of connections to the original Harris series because like they play on the same team and there's such a like a big factor throughout like this entire like these spin-off books also but it's not overwhelming with other people so like if you have not read the original Harris brothers you will not be lost because they they come in and out um but they are they are the side friend characters like they are not like a defining factor in the story i feel like this is the one spin-off in in all of in the series that mm-hmm. truly can be read as a standalone. It's almost like um, Santino and Tilly's book. You almost need to read Blindsided before you read that one. Like every mm-hmm. book almost has a little bit of a, um, An a prerequisite, intro. if you will, mm. that just makes the story fuller. Um, mm-hmm. But Blindsided, I think, is the one spinoff that you can read as a standalone. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. So do you like this book? Uh, yes, this is, I've, um, read this book and I've listened to the audio of this book a couple times and I highly recommend you listen to the audiobook if you have the choice, because it is in true Amy Dawes fashion. She has them recorded in duet. So, um, max lines are all said by the male narrator, mm-hmm. uh, even in the Freya's, in Freya's chapters, in Freya's chapters, nice, um, and vice versa. Um, so it's, and then you've got the Cornish accent and the Scottish accent. So it is like a treat for your ears. Mm-hmm. If I did audio, I would be on yeah. top of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like this book too. It was a reread for me. And I honestly, I did not love it as much as I did the first time around because there were some nuances to Max character that I I just, I didn't like him this time around as much, but it is still a very good story. And I would, I would definitely reread it again. So don't like take that as a bad thing. So who would typically like this book? Um, If you love rom-coms, I think this fits it 100%. Um, Friends to lovers 
um, mm -hmm. element to it and lots of feisty banter, like a little bickering banter. Lots of bickering banter. Yeah, people who like the sports romance that's not overwhelmingly sports focused because the sports is like it's a side element. It is not a huge focus of it. And one thing I did want to say, we did not cover this yet, but Freya is a real bodied heroine. So she is uh, like she's a normal, like larger woman. But I felt that the treatment that she got, like, yes, like she had a lot of insecurities about her size. And she did make some changes in like towards the end of the book where, because she wanted to be healthy and she wanted to make things like she made all of the decisions to change things. Like it wasn't a factor of like, I'm a better person because I lost this weight. It was just something that she chose to do. And I thought that that was treated pretty well. I would agree. Okay. Would you recommend this book? Yes. I have recommended this book mm -hmm. before. Um, I enjoy it. It's one of my favorites in the series. Mm -hmm. I've, I do too. I've recommended it. I enjoy Amy Dawes's writing. She writes a really good rom-com that you can kind of get, just get lost in. Like it's, it's one of those books you can just snort laugh and it's okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So do you have a book you think we should do a quick shot of romance for? If you do send us an email at the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And thank you so much, Carolina, for coming back and talking blindsided with me. Thanks for having me. It's, I love this book. <laughs> it's easy to talk about. <laughs> okay. Until next time. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.